This is Bumper to Bumper, the car show. Drive in anxious and cruise out confident with the best automotive info for your vehicle. And now your host, Matt Allen. Well, good morning, everybody, and welcome to Bumper to Bumper Radio. I am your host, Matt Allen, your KTAR car guy, and happy to be back with you, I say, every single Saturday. But, boy, it's been uh, it's been a few Saturdays since I've been in. I had the chance to take some time off, and I was looking at my notes. Carrie, it's been... February 25th was the last time I was in the studio, so it was nice to nice to get a little bit of break. We had some great guys fill in that, but you were missed. Well, thank you. Yeah, yeah. the guys did a good job. Lee, uh, Glenn, and then ultimately Kurt last yeah. weekend. So great job filling in. I appreciate them coming in, which gives me a little bit of time to just get away and do some sure. of the things I need to do. So I was able to do that. I mean, what was I doing? Where have I been for the last month? Yes, well, where have you been? Well, you can tell a little bit. I'm sick. That's just, uh, you know, my head's plugged up a little bit. But uh, started off, you know, we were in here in February, the last uh, show of the month in February. And then I took off on uh, Wednesday, the 1st of March, with one of my technicians. And we went to Kansas City, Kansas, Kansas City, Missouri, and uh, went to some training. So I went to management training, and he went to, gosh, what was it, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So we had four and a half days of technical training and management training that we went to. And, and uh, you know, if you're in this business and not getting training, you're falling behind uh rapidly so so uh, we went and did that and got home and then I had a little bit of spring break vacation plan tied in with some stuff my wife was doing so got the opportunity to go to both Ireland and London so that was that was interesting Ireland leg of the trip uh, you know everybody's got some Irish in them but my wife actually did some uh, uh, genealogical you know, testing or did, you know, follow the family tree, so to speak. Sure. And uh, we actually got to go visit the church where my great, I'm going to say it's my five times great grandfather. They need to actually sit down and put this on paper, which sure. I probably have, but where my great, 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 great grandfather was baptized in Cork, Ireland in 1817. That's incredible. So, yeah, we went yeah. to the church. We actually have the baptism record from wow. the, from the, from the church, um, which is interesting. All, Fascinating. All, all in Latin. Latin, and uh, then we had the manifest from the boat, the Garrick, where they came over and left uh, Liverpool and and came to the U.S. in, in uh, I think it was 1850 or something like that. So got to do that, got to see Ireland a little bit, got to drive on the, what we'll call the wrong side of the road, I guess that's the right side, sitting on the right side of the car, boy, that's interesting. Uh, don't know if you've ever done it, Carrie, but it's, it's, uh, it's definitely weird to get a look at, or just not there. on purpose. Yeah, right. Not <laughs> on purpose. It's 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 you know. Luckily, thank God, I went ahead and got the uh, automatic transmission. I would not have wanted to be driving a stick shift, shifting left with the left, and then driving you know on the wrong side of the road. And what was interesting, I thought, you know, when they, well, a buddy of mine told me about it, but then it was reinforced when you when you go to check out the the rental car and then check it in. The first thing they look at is the wheels. <laughs> <laughs> because they know everybody that's you know renting a car they assume has not driven on the on the wrong side of of the road and you, it's really easy to get some curb rash over there but it was funny when I was returning the car same thing and gosh it's weird making that right hand turn and remembering to drift out to the left lane it's it's uh, a little trippy and then especially with going through the uh, some of the uh, traffic circles it's you know you're on the wrong side took a little bit just in time to get ready to come home well then we uh, you know had to turn in the rental car and come home so went to Ireland and then jumped on a plane and went to London London for a few days and was in London. Didn't drive in London. A lot of taxi cabs, a lot of lot of walking. Edith was getting, uh, I think I saw her steps one day, 25,000 steps, about 10 miles a day. She did quite a bit more walking than I did with the kids, but... Uh Nonetheless, we had a good time. So, anyway, it's good to be back in the in the shop. Actually, didn't get back to the shop this much too much this week, as you can hear. I'm a little bit sick and getting caught up here and getting the jet lag gone and getting rid of this darn head cold that I, that I caught. So, again. I'm back. We're back every single Saturday to help you with your car. doesn't matter what it is, what we're talking about. Anything that you have a question about, we can help you with, whether it's oil change, getting ready for the summertime. That's happening now. You know, as cold and chilly as it is out, we should be having... I'm surprised it's not a little bit warmer than it is, but we're going to be taking off to the heat. 
pretty soon. Allergies. When I flew in, everything is green, which is beautiful and nice, but what are we going to get? Some allergies. So maybe we you know, can talk about some of the things you can do with your car to reduce some of those conditions that you're having or anything that's going on with your car. Give us a call, 602-277-5827. It's 602-277-5827. Two seven seven five eight two seven, and if you like to text, you can do that at four one one nine two three. As a matter of fact, I went back to some of the old text messages from the last couple of weeks because I don't know if anybody was responding. So I'll go ahead and try and answer some of those, or type back, or or uh, or use it in a in a topic here. So, you know, I want to. Um, Carrie, the guys did a great job filling in, but Kurt last week, I did actually listen to the show. I was in the Eye of London, which if you don't know what that is, it's the big giant Ferris wheel that is there by the river and looks over Big Ben and all yeah, that Yeah, by stuff. the O-Arena. Yeah, 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 sure. So didn't make it to the UFC okay. fight, though. Oh, we were going to go oh, to the wow. O-Arena, oh, wow. but uh, didn't, didn't quite make that. Sure. But uh, So that's where I listened to the show from as we wow. were at least the first 15 minutes. I really like what Kurt talked about, and I don't remember the exact context of how it came up, but he was talking about about the relationship with the shop right and that's what we are when you have the shop we so, you know it sounds a little cliche but fixing cars sometimes is secondary to what we do we're solving your problems because whenever you come in broken down it's a problem you need your car you got to get to the appointment got to get kids to soccer you rely on that that car of yours to to get around and when you you can't do what you need to do it's a big stressor so i think one of the first things as you know when we are helping you or trying to deal with your situation, we're trying to cure that first. Kind of like the hairstylist. You know, they get to hear all the, the complaints about, you know, what's going on at home or, or whatever. And, and we get that, too, as the repair guy. So we got to get you in your comfort zone and get the car figured out what's wrong. But what I really liked what Kurt talked about was the the message of the relationship. And where it really reminded me of that is when he talked about, you know, he has some customers that have a pristine car, they don't want anything wrong with it, they freak out if there's one drop of oil on their driveway, and they're willing to spend $2,000, if you will, to fix an oil leak. You take that same exact car, but you got a totally different customer. Maybe that same exact car has a little bit of an oil leak, but that person is on a different kind of income uh, setup or a different kind of budget. Um, is that one drop of oil important to them? It may or may not be, depending on what else is going on with the car. And so I think that's the big thing where people need to talk with their technician or talk with the service advisor um, is is to um, find out what we really are doing with this car. Because that person that's on a... Um, that person that's on that fixed income, if you will, or a different budget, sure, they don't maybe care about that oil leak. So it's the responsibility of the shop, responsibility of the technician. Let's look at the car. Let's find everything that's wrong with the car if you're bringing it in for service, because that's our responsibility. Same thing if you went to the doctor. The doctor's got to tell you what their findings are, and then let's talk about it. How do we best apply that to you? And again, that's what we want you to do at the repair shop. We want you to ask questions about that, ask questions about the car so we can give you the best advice to get the car taken care of. So anything you want to talk about with your car, 602-277-5827. It's 602-277-KTAR. We've got wide open lines. And if you'd like to send a text, you can do that at 411-923. Hi, this is Kurt Rock for Kurt's Auto Repair. For over three decades now, our family's passion has been forging lasting relationships by delivering the highest quality auto repair for our customers with a perfect Better Business Bureau record. And I'm Kathy Rock, Kurt's wife. When we say our family, we mean it. At Kurt's, you'll find our kids, relatives, and now even our grandkids are working on cars and taking care of our customers. Gas or diesel, foreign or domestic. If your car hurts, take it to Kurt's. Tommy Mello here, owner at A1 Garage Doors. Growing up, my mom worked three jobs to save our house. She's the most important person in the world to me. When she moved into her new house, I replaced all the parts the builder had put on with parts that were built to last. The garage door is the smile of your home. Don't wait. Call A1 Garage Door Service and you'll be smiling today. Take advantage of our $129 winter tune-up special that includes a new bottom rubber on your garage. A1Garage.com. 
Well, we must be doing something right. Matt Allen, your KTAR car guy and host of Bumper to Bumper Radio here. Loyal listener Scott from Gilbert has a good reason to give the show a try. So here's why I'm a huge fan. You guys, yes, are not only informative, uh, but very entertaining. I listen every weekend. We help Scott with his F-150 truck. And yes, the check's in the mail. We'd love to help you as well. Tune in to Bumper to Bumper Radio, Saturday mornings at 11, right here on 92.3 KTAR. Hey guys, Champ here with Champ's Family Automotive. Been serving the Valley for over 15 years, treating customers like family. Integrity, fair pricing, and trust. That's what you should have in your automotive repair facility. We understand that if you treat customers like family, they continue to return to you. Whether you have a domestic, import, or diesel, we have state-of-the-art technology, technicians, and tools to take care of your needs. Award-winning facilities in Goodyear and Surprise. Check us out at ChampsFamilyAutomotive.com. That's ChampsFamilyAutomotive.com. You don't scream like Steven Tyler, but it's nice to have you back. No, I can't scream like that. This voice is really, uh, I'll be lucky to make it through the hour. I'm getting a little bit a little bit raspy here. So welcome back to Bumper to Bumper Radio. I'm your host, Matt Allen, your KTAR car guy. And good to be back in the studio after being off for nearly a month. You can hear my voice is a little bit off today. My head's a little bit plugged up and got a little bit of that uh, springtime cold. But I think we'll get over that pretty quick. So 602 277 5827 is 602-277-5827. That's the number for you to call. Call in. Give us a question about anything going on with your car, whether you've got that oil change sticker up in the window. It's past due. You're not sure when it really is due. Do I really need that work that they said I do? You know, what's the right way to do a brake job? What are some of the things that are happening with your car? You got that big giant list. How do we tackle that that list? And I think Kurt talked about that a little bit last week, which was, um, yes. you know, you get the car looked at, but then you've got to decide what do you need. And, and like he said, two identical cars, two same problems. But maybe one is really not much of a problem for that one person. It's not the best use of their funds. It's something that can be monitored. We do that all the time. Well, the Monitor. Guy, the Monitor. reason for that discussion, I think, was a phone call we got with a guy who had a leak in his timing chain cover. Uh-huh. And the drip hadn't quite made it down. That, so, I, that's right. what it was. And yeah. so can you, do you need to fix it? Well, you know, it depends what you mean by need. Well, There's yeah. a need and a want, as you talk about so often. Yeah, you're right, Carrie, 100%. Yeah, need and want. And then, and I know we've talked about this in the past, what are these oil leaks? I can't even see them. You know, and what kind of oil leaks are there? I mean, you can take a, it was interesting. I was talking to one of the taxi cab drivers over in London. They have a lot of electric cabs over there. But he was talking about one of the parts. There's a transfer box, or I'm assuming it's the transfer case, to, to get the, for the power unit. And he says they really fail a lot. There's this Chinese-made uh, car, but I think it's a twin to, or has very much of the, the, the uh, similarities to the Volvo. Well, he was complaining how these power train, these power units always fail. And then he figured out doing some maintenance on his. They start to leak and that they only hold a little bit of oil. So if something holds barely a pint and a half and you get a leak, that's, you know, a little bit more important, maybe something that holds two quarts. And so he was telling me about how his taxi, he was really happy that his has never had that failure with all these miles because he determined the maintenance that needed to be done. So same thing with with your car. If you've got a little bit of a leak, the question is how bad is the leak? If it's a motor oil and the thing holds five quarts of oil and we're checking it between services, we're not losing any, that's the first concern. Are we losing the oil to where there's not enough in the capacity? But the second question is sometimes on a motor oil, for example, that's going to leak onto other things. So now is that causing damage to something? So that's one consideration. You take a transfer case or an angle gear or something like that, that's usually not going to leak onto anything else and cause any damage, but there's only just a very little bit of oil in there to leak out. So that's going to be something that's more important to to check over. Yeah, I think you said a while back that one of your customers had like a uh, uh, a radiator leak that uh, uh, um, corroded the rubber hoses and rubber um, 
Oh my goodness! I just lost yeah. My well, you can get the the uh, the radio the, the the coolant will start coolant, to corrode. Yes, exactly. And what we see a lot of times, it will start to leak around the hose clamp, or the right. hose clamp will yeah. lose, and then it flares up, it swells up, but then that coolant or that powder right. that starts to form is very acidic. So then that starts to eat up the aluminum on the thermostat housing and yeah. and, and stuff like that. So you just got to be got to be proactive in, in, yes, in, yeah. in maintaining. So yes, there are instances where you're going to go to the repair shop and they're going to tell you about a leak and you're going to say, well, I, I don't see anything on the floor. And my second part of that is I have a leak on my car right now, actually. It's in the garage. My wife drives it every day. But guess what? How often do you think she goes in the garage and the car's not there? Never. She's always in the car if it's not in the garage typically. So then I walk out to the garage and I see where the car is parked and I see this blue fluid on the ground. Well, we've got a coolant leak on that on that particular BMW. You know, and I thought I fixed it, put a new radiator cap on it, checked them things. Well, it still has a little bit of a leak. So we've got to figure that out. So occasionally um, you're going to be told about a leak that you have no idea that you have. So if you get, if you're at the shop and they say, "Oh, I've got this leak," or "We noticed this," you know, if they're doing digital inspections like we do, hopefully they're getting you a picture of it. That's the beauty because all these cars now, they have shields underneath them. There's, you know, we used to joke about their Mercedes. You'd say, "Oh, when it develops an oil leak, just put a new shield on it," because the shield is like a big giant diaper for the car. It's got some foam on it, some sound deadening material. So all it would do is soak and saturate and. Then then once that foam was saturated, it would start to drip. So the car still had an oil leak well before that happened. So that that's one thing to consider. Where are these leaks coming from, and, and why don't I see them? And there's probably an explanation. Another one of the leaks that we see sometimes that uh, you're never going to see on the ground is we check a power steering fluid, and the power steering fluid level might be low. We're looking. There's no external leaks. But then on the rack and pinion steering, there's a boot. And that boot is like an accordion boot, and it's designed to keep dust out, not fluid in. It keeps dust off the polished uh, rack and pinion, you know, off the off the shaft of the rack and pinion, and uh, keeps the dirt and grime off of there, so it's nice and smooth, and the seal can keep it clean. Well, occasionally the seal will, seal will fail, and then we'll have the um, the boot carry is all full of oil. Well, it hasn't leaked to the ground yet, but it's got, you know, half a pint or, or two pints and one in each side. <laughs> Excuse me. And, uh, and, and you're never going to see that on the ground, but you've got a leak. So those are the, those are the type of things that you might come across when getting a leak fixed. So we've got lots of open lines. 602-277-5827 602-277-KTAR. And if you like to text, you can do that at 411923. And it figures, Carrie, the day that I come back, I got a little bit of a rough voice. I've been doing a lot of coffee and I got to be, I got to need some help here, guys. I need some. Thinking back to the first show. The second, the first call we got was for some obscure car that poor Lee had. I don't think he'd ever heard of. The second call we got, oh, of course, a Porsche. was a Porsche, right? Porsche, Porsche. Pardon me. <laughs> right? and I thought to myself, isn't that ironic <laughs> right? that we get a call for a Porsche, and the Porsche expert of our show for the past decade plus is <laughs> right? on vacation? Here. I don't, exactly. yeah, I don't yeah. know. That Porsche yeah. expert's a little bit worn, oh, but I'll, yeah, no, no, no. I'll take it. Yeah, Speaking man, of which, there was funny. the twelve hours of Seabreeze. I was a Porsche very disappointed. I don't know if anybody ever yeah, watches road course racing, but the 12-hour race, the Porsches were in the yeah. lead with 19 minutes to go, and wow. boom, here comes an Acura that wiped out the top three cars, and wow. the Porsches didn't finish. But, uh, you know, there we go. So exactly. um, spring break's coming up. Well, spring break's passed. Yes. You know, so now, and we didn't even get a chance to talk about getting your car ready for spring break, travel season, but that's, you know, that's, Somewhat coming up, yeah. and then summer's going to be here right around the corner. We're gonna yeah, even though it feels like a long winter we've had this year, but yes. It's going to be yeah. right around the corner, and I just started talking to some people saying, hey, you got to keep your eyes out for 100 degrees, 100 degrees. You know, it's whenever it's 100 degrees, so oh, yeah. we're already starting to think about that. So in your head right now, in your car, you need to be thinking, once my car hits 100 degrees, how am I going to be for the summertime? Sure. Because we can get you in. You service before that time, and then keep get you through the summer. Hopefully, if we know what's going on, I'm going to take a quick call. Hopefully, we can sneeze, sneak this one in before the break. We're going to go with Kevin and Coolidge. Got a 2003 Chevy Express 3500. Sounds like a big van to me, Kevin. What's up? It's a great van, 270,000 miles, but 
when I turn the key to start the first time, it doesn't start. It continues to crank. If I turn the key back and start, and it starts. Okay. And I thought maybe fuel pump or um, crank position sensor. Took it to the local mechanic. They changed the fuel pump. It did nothing. No yeah. change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And is that the um? Is that got the Vortec engine in it? I'm having a hard time kind of close my eyes and picturing. Is that got the like the spider fuel injector assembly, or is that port fuel injected? Do you know? I have no idea. I think it's port on the six liter. Yeah, I think so. Well, it's definitely port. I just don't know if it's got the the Vortex style. I just can't remember back that far. But you know, did they do any testing on the fuel pump, or was it just kind of a we're going to take a guess and put it in based on some symptoms? Or did they were they able? They to- thought it was the uh, the fuel pressure regulator, and they originally thought it was in the engine. They said the they said no, no, the regulator is. Uh, and, and part of the pump, so they said it's an assembly, so just get the whole assembly and we'll swap it out for you. Yeah. And then after that, the check engine lights on. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, that right there, I mean, I was going to guess, you know, give you, I'll give you a couple other tips maybe to try and uh, narrow it down some. That's a good guess. Um, but, you know, this is a prime example of doing some diagnostic and doing some testing. So what we want to do is get somebody to get a fuel pressure gauge on that vehicle. And it might be one of those deals where we have to leave it overnight. But we want to get a fuel pressure gauge on there, see what the actual pressure is, make sure it's in spec, and then go find out what the fuel pressure is when it won't start. And we'll leave that gauge on there to see if it bleeds down. Then from there, we can start doing some individual testing, see if we have a fuel injector leaking down. And that's why I was asking about the uh, about the uh, the type of fuel injection, because I just can't remember off the top of my head. But the, we call it a spider sometimes, or the Vortec. Those individual poppets on there will leak, as well as there's a fuel pressure regulator on there. There's not necessarily a fuel pressure regulator on the fuel pump on that vehicle. It's just a check valve. So we really need to do a test and find out what the pressure is when it won't start. Another thing that you can do, Kevin, before you get in it to actually start the car, just cycle the key on. Don't start it. Turn it off. Turn it back on and then see if it starts. This fire's right up. We know we have a fuel pressure problem. So I hope that helps. We're going to take a quick break and listen to Bumper to Bumper Radio. Are you a business trying to find the right relationship for your company's fleet maintenance and repairs? Are you looking for someone to look after your bottom line and have your back? Does convenience matter like pickup and drop-off? Realistic return times and rapid repair assessment to minimize downtime and maximize efficiency? This is Lee Weatherby, and that's what Accurate Automotive is known for. Our expertise is to help you with the major repairs and regular service that you can depend on to keep your fleet running and taking care of your customers and your bottom line. We handle the small maintenance, but also can come to the rescue on repairs you may not be able to do internally, and we do it on time and efficiently to help you run your business effectively. We have the parts and the experts to do your work right the first time. Give us a call for a free quote at 480-890-0409. Let's build that relationship. Accurate Automotive, friends serving friends in Mesa at Robeson and Broadway. Check us out at AccurateAutomotiveAZ.com today. Hi, this is Kurt Hudek for Augusta Ranch Golf Club in Mesa, Arizona. We invite you to join us for a full day of golf and fun on Saturday, April 1st as Bunker to Bunker, the golf show will be broadcasting live from our Spring Golf Bash. We kick off the day with lunch and a very special sneak preview of our fantastic new Top Tracer range. Of course, followed by a two-person scramble. The event is open to the public, but space is limited. For registration and details, go to BunkerGolf.com. Hi, Spencer Doucet for H&I Automotive. H is for honesty and I is for integrity. It's the only option. We've built our business on those two principles since 2009. We're thankful to our customers and our employees for helping us grow. We appreciate the support and loyalty from the communities that we live in and love, in which we are part. Two locations, same principle. Check us out on Main Street in Mesa or on Higley Road in Gilbert. For more information, go to H&IAutomotive.com. Breaking news is always first. Always first. On Arizona.
Arizona's news station, KTAR News. Now, KTAR News Time is 11:30. I'm Troy Barrett. KTAR eyes on the economy. Arizona is becoming well known for its booming tech industry, and a recent announcement only adds to that reputation. With a multi-billion-dollar manufacturing complex expanding in Queen Creek, LG Energy Solutions will invest five and a half billion dollars to build better batteries uh, in the East Valley and the largest single investment ever for this type of facility in North America. Patrick Patak with the Arizona Commerce Authority says the announcement is big for the local community. We are talking thousands of jobs will be employed at the facility, plus likely thousands uh, more for construction. The money will be used to build two plants, one for making electric vehicle batteries and the other for batteries used in energy storage systems. The complex is expected to break ground later this year. Check traffic now from the Valley Chevy Dealers Traffic Center. And we do have a crash on 43rd Avenue and Maryland Avenue. Heavy traffic now on the Red Mountain Loop 202. That's going to be uh, westbound traffic from 40th Street to the Mini Stack. Also heavy traffic on the ice uh, on the US 60 from Idaho Road all the way out to the Renaissance Festival grounds. That looks about seven, maybe eight miles of slowing out there. So uh, certainly make sure that you have plenty of time if you want to get out there to the Renaissance Festival. And also this morning, there was a serious crash on 67th Avenue in Camelback. That intersection is closed still in all directions while the police investigate. You can use 75th Avenue or 59th Avenue for north-south detours and Indian School or Bethany Home for those east-west detours. KTR weather for the valley, mostly sunny and absolutely gorgeous today. A little bit breezy at times, 71 for your high today and tomorrow. And overnight lows are going to be in the 40s through the weekend. Next week, we're going to get warm for a couple days. Then we're going to cool down right around 80 by Tuesday. And then as we head into next weekend, temperatures are going to be back down to about the 60s for those uh, afternoon highs. 62 now in Litchfield Park. Weather is brought to you by Howard Air. I'm Troy Barrett on Arizona's news station, KTAR News. No one gets behind the wheel planning to kill someone's mom, wife, daughter, sister. But if you don't have a plan, like downloading a rideshare app or designating a driver, you're choosing to operate a thousand-pound deadly weapon on our streets when you're in no shape to do so. I'm Jamie West. In remembrance of my friend Don Paw. Please don't drink and drive. Trust is so important, especially in times like these. At Virginia Auto Service, we've been the place you can trust for over 25 years. Hi, I'm Matt Allen, your KTAR car guy and owner of Virginia Auto Service. Rest assured, we've implemented all the necessary steps to keep you safe and sanitized. As we begin to move around a little more, take some stress out of your life by trusting your vehicle to Virginia Auto Service. We're in the heart of downtown Phoenix, 7th Street, just south of Thomas. Check us out on the web. VirginiaAutoService.com. Hi, I'm Marcus with Pit Stop Auto Detailing in Scottsdale. And I'm Scott with Showcase Mobile Detailing in Gilbert. Together, we've teamed up to become the highest-rated mobile automotive detailers in Arizona. Our mobile fleets provide you with award-winning professional detailing services conveniently done right at your home or office. Interior, exterior, basic wash to full detailing. There's even engine detailing and ceramic services available. Yep, we do it all. Check us out at PitStopDetailing.com or or showcasemobiledetailing.com today. Hi, this is Champ with Champ's Family Automotive. We are a family-owned and operated full-service center for your automotive and diesel needs. Have you been searching for a trustworthy automotive and diesel repair shop? Well, come see us in Goodyear or Surprise. Import, domestic, or diesel. Yes, we take care of it all with state-of-the-art technology and technicians. Bumper-to-bumper radio approved. Check us out at champsfamilyautomotive.com. And yes, that's ChampsFamilyAutomotive.com. Tommy Mello here, owner at A1 Garage Doors. Growing up, my mom worked three jobs to save our house. She's the most important person in the world to me. When she moved into her new house, I replaced all the parts the builder had put on with parts that were built to last. The garage door is the smile of your home. Don't wait. Call A1 Garage Door Service and you'll be smiling today. Take advantage of our $129 winter tune-up special that includes a new bottom rubber on your garage. your car's favorite show, Bumper to Bumper. All 
righty. Welcome back to Bumper to Bumper Radio. I'm your host, Matt Allen, and your KTR car guy all at the same time. You can do two things. I could even choose some gum probably if I had to today. Not sure. He's multi-talented. Multi-talented, multitasking. This head cold is starting to get to me a little bit. The pressure is building up again in my head, Carrie. So hopefully we can make it through this last half of the show without getting to a big coffee. Well, we fit. have some colors, which is right? nice. We yeah. got some colors. I don't have to yap the whole time. Somebody else will give me a chance to talk but yeah I, I, hopefully i don't get on one of these coughing fits that i've been having so this post travel show our uh cold is almost I actually had the cold before i left i thought i kicked it and then got it back right before we came home so i mm, brought it back with me but that's okay so we'll, we'll get through it and get back to the back to the shop next week and again thanks to the guys that filled in while i was gone uh lee from accurate automotive Glenn from Good Works and Kurt from uh, Shadow Mountain Auto Care right here at 32nd Street and Shea. So those guys make it a little bit easier for me to get a break once in a while. I don't get a break too often. It was nice. It just worked out that it was three weeks in a row. So that's good. But we've got some open lines. We've got Greg and Raul, and we've got plenty of room at 602-277-5827. It's 602-277-5827. And if you like to text, give that a shot at 411 Nine two three. I cannot stress to you the importance of diagnosis and having the car diagnosed. I'm in some industry groups, and there's a lot of focus now that you know it's hard to find technicians. And I think the um, the working class technical person, whether it's the plumber or the auto mechanic, have been abused for years, and they're finally starting to wake up. Going, wait a minute. I'm demanding to get paid for di- for doing diagnostic work and doing testing. Uh, you know, you, I don't know of a doctor's office where you can just call them up and talk to them or just pull up to the door and they come out and start, you know, putting a stethoscope on you for free. Try it out sometimes, see how it works. It just doesn't work. And, and I think the same thing holds true with an auto repair shop. We can't be expected to work on cars for free. And if someone's doing something to your car for free or doing this free checkout, that's what I call the if-come. If I can get them to come in, then if I can sell them something, then I can get paid if I sell them something. So they're incentivized to sell because that's the only way they're going to recuperate their time. Again, you don't go to work and punch in or not punch in and start working for free, nor does the auto repair mechanic. And that was, you know, unfortunately with Kevin, he had a good good um, shot on his car in that GMC van. It might have been the fuel pump. I've been at, hey, if I'm at the craps table and there was a disc or there was a number that said fuel pump, I'm putting a little few chips on it. Well, I didn't win that bet. But it's the importance of getting things diagnosed, get a proper repair uh, to your car. So if you got any questions about that, again, 602-277-5827. And we're going to get to Greg in Apache Junction. Looks like a 2011 Kia Sorento. Greg, how can we help you today? So I bought this car used with 150,000 miles on it, and shortly after I got it, I bought it from a used car dealer. It started making a terrible noise first thing in the morning when you start it up. doesn't make it during the day. doesn't make it later in the day, but it makes a terrible noise. <clears throat> and they told me it was just a feature of that year, Kia Sorento, that there's not enough oil up in the top that once you start it, now everything's lubricated. But I don't know if it's lifters. I don't know what's making the noise. I took it to a shop, and I'm not going to tell you who they are unless you want to know, but no. they told me, oh, you got a rod knock. You need a new motor. And I now have 180,000 miles on this car that has a rod knock. <laughs> it doesn't have a rod knock because a rod knock doesn't go away. It's constant. Um, so any suggestions? I mean, do I need to tear into that and try and well, tighten something up that's going to be nothing. noise until it gets oil on it? Well, there's not going to be real, anything really to tighten. I mean, you could... Check your oil filter. Make sure you're using a quality oil filter because there is some truth to that. If it, if it bleeds down, you're not going to have pressure on the different components that require pressure, and they can build up. The other thing that you could have, it could have a bad timing chain tensioner. They get to the point where they're fully extended, and um, if they cannot put enough chain tension on there, they're going to rattle for a little bit until you get some hydraulic tension on the, on the tensioner. You could have a, a rod knock as well. 
one of the other things that you want. I mean, noises are difficult. We've got to hear them um, and, and then pinpoint them. Sometimes even when you hear them, it, you know, you get one shot at it and you have to wait again so you can, you know, try and try and pinpoint it. Uh, one thing that you may want to check into on that car, Kia has had a lot of problems with the engines, a lot of bottom end bearing failures and such. And they have extended, there's an extended campaign to, um, cover those failures <laughs> so you may want to um, check for technical service bulletins or call the, the dealership with your VIN number and explain to them that you've got a little bit of an engine noise you st- understand that there may be an extended campaign on your car and to see if that's covered under any of the warranty and you might be surprised you might get lucky and find that so hopefully that helps you Greg and, you know, there's a lot of cars in, in the repair shops. We're doing this all the time. We've got to go to the manual on almost every single car. You've got to look up specs. It's just not the same. You've got to look up the theory and operation on every single kind of car. Sometimes it changes mid-model year on, on, the, on the way services perform, the way electrical items are done and controlled. And then the same thing, there might be a production run of certain engines through a certain VIN number. And believe it or not, even though that car is 10 or 12 years old, it very well may be covered. So you might be surprised. So give that a a look, Greg. And good luck with that. Raul in Waddell has a 2010 Honda Accord. We're getting a lot of these 2010s and and such. How can we help you, Raul? Hey, guys. uh, Enjoy your show. Hey, I got a... uh, uh, my vehicle st- would stall on me a couple times. I had to get it jumped. So I brought it home, looked at the battery, and the battery looked pretty bad. So I replaced it, and uh, now I won't even start. Uh, I got a feeling it might be the starter, but I've YouTube and saw what they do with the starter, and you got to take everything off on, from the top. Uh, is there a way I can get to it from underneath, or what else could it be? No, I mean, it could be a lot of things. I mean, um <sighs> Well, double check your battery installation first of all. Make sure you've got all your mm-hmm. powers and grounds nice and tight, especially the ground wires. And mm-hmm. then on the starter, on, on that Accord, that should come out from the top. And I'm trying to just kind of v- close my eyes and visualize that. And and it's not like a General Motors type of starter. If you're used to put one in your old Chevy truck or something, it doesn't just bolt right. up from the bottom. That that sits down on the top, and I and it sits kind of weird. It's not like it has a Bendix that that. It just doesn't stick into the bell housing. It almost bolts onto the top of it. Um, and, and there's no reason to do that from down below. You want to do that from up top. But before you go in and start right. start replacing some things, you know, uh, again, if you're going to do that work, a couple simple tests. You want to have the car in park, obviously. And then there's a single battery cable wire going to the starter. But then there's also the starter solenoid wire. Real quick test. Get your test light and hook up the test light to the battery ground and then to that that wire. That wire is going to get 12 volts through the ignition switch to excite that starter to get it going. And you want to make sure your test light lights up. If it does, and that's the case, your starter is probably bad, provided that the powers and grounds are all good and that battery cable is still good. The other thing that you can do, this is an old tow truck driver method or, you know, get off the side of the road kind of thing. If it won't start... This is another test. If it starts after this, you've got a bad starter. But if you can visibly locate the starter, have somebody hold the key in the crank position. If the car won't start, if you can get an extension, like a half-inch extension or a three-eighths type of extension or even a long pry bar or screwdriver, and put that on the starter and just give it a light tap with a hammer. Tap, tap. I mean, don't beat it like you're trying to drive a, a roofing nail through a or a concrete nail through a block or something like that. But just a, a tap like you're hanging a picture on the wall, a little 10-penny nail or whatever they call them and tapping it like you want to hang a frame on the on the wall and if you give that a few taps while you're holding the ignition key in the start position and the car suddenly starts you've got a bad starter you're just disrupting or you're 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 causing some activity inside the the starter housing there and it's making that that happen we do that a lot of time on fan blower motors we get to the motor you test it everything's there you just give it a slight tap and all of a sudden boom the blower starts working so that um that's a, a good test, you know, at times. So I've got a quick text message here. Let's see. One, where did it go? My 2015 Tundra, I'm being told that changing the serpentine belt is not that complicated. 
You know, it's not that complicated. I joke around a little bit and say, well, brain surgery is not that hard as long as you've been trained to do it. So, But changing a belt is not that hard. The biggest mistake that we see people do is they don't put the belt on the right way when they're done. You know, that serpentine belt winds through a series of pulleys and stuff. So what you want to do is make sure your uh, make sure your underhood decal that's under the hood, there should be one that shows the belt routing. Look at that and make sure it's correct. And if it's not, you know, we've got phones, we've got whatever, take a photograph. And then feel the tension on that belt so you have an idea. Some of those are auto-tension with a spring and you don't have to worry about it. And some of them you have to tension yourself. So you want to feel how the old belt's tensioned and try and get the new one very close to that. Shouldn't be that hard to do as long as you've got the right tools. And if you're going to do it, just remember to be safe. If if you're working with your fingers around those belts, put the keys in your pocket. You don't want anybody else touching the keys. And if you're going to jack the car up, please make sure you're using jack stands and be safe. So we're going to take a quick break. We've got some open lines at 602-277-5827. We've got Jenny and Renee both up next and room for a few more. The more things change, the more they stay the same. Hi, Kurt Rock here for Kurt's Auto Repair. Times and technology has changed, but at Kurt's, we're still the same family-owned and operated business that has enabled us to earn a perfect Better Business Bureau record for over 30 years. Our master technicians are experts in everything automotive, foreign and domestic, gas and diesel. Come experience quality and service that time has not changed. Check us out online at mycarhurts.com. If your car hurts, take it to Kurt's. Hi, this is Kelly. After my husband and I moved to Arizona, we were looking for an honest, trustworthy repair shop. We happened to meet Spencer Dusay, owner of H&I Automotive, and we were quickly impressed with him personally, as well as how he ran his business. Spencer has trained his highly skilled staff to focus on giving their customers friendly and honest service as their top priority. We always know in advance what the repair is and why with a fully supported digital diagnostic estimate. They're transparent, they communicate, and they stand behind their work. As a woman, I feel respected. I'm not a mechanic, and I always feel confident with their communications and their work. 13 years later, and we've never been disappointed. After all this time, we're still being greeted by the same friendly employees, which speaks highly of the type of business Spencer has built. Check out all of their five-star reviews for yourself online. H stands for honesty, and I stands for integrity. You feel it every time you visit them. What's the best used car to buy, and how should I make sure I'm buying the right car or truck? Hi, this is Lee Weatherby from Accord Automotive. I get this question all the time, and sometimes the best used car you can buy is the one you're driving. But when it's not, or you're looking for a new, gently used vehicle for yourself or a loved one, make sure you get a vehicle inspection before you fork over your hard-earned cash. Let us do a thorough inspection so you can be confident you made the right choice. Give us a call or schedule an appointment online at AccurateAutomotiveAZ.com. Accurate Automotive. Friends serving friends. So this song is one of the ultimate one-hit wonders, right? Well, it looks like we we must have hit a a nerve because all of a sudden the phones are blowing up right when it's time. But maybe I'll uh, okay, good. Maybe I'll. uh, not have to uh, talk so much, but I don't know. Got a text message. This postal vehicle you see in your neighborhood has the steering wheel on the right side of the road. That's true. Get them close to the mailbox, but at least they're driving on the right side. But uh, that was definitely a bit of experience driving over there on the on the uh, left side. I don't know. I'm all confused now which side of the road it was, but it was definitely challenging. And of course, I figured it out right when it's time to come home. Yeah, just like in London, walking around and figuring out which subway or the tube, which they were on strike when we were there, but which tube stop, it's like, uh, it's all frazzled. Y'all get it figured out right when you're about to leave. That's So when you're over there, north is the same? Uh, yeah, no, north okay, is still good. the same, yeah. You go in the other direction, but that's yeah. Right, yeah. Yeah, something like that. I don't know. All righty, we've got Jenny, we've got Renee, we've got Mo and Rory. So let's get after this. Jenny in Arizona City, 2003 Toyota Tundra. Jenny, how can we help you today? <laughs> I need a new truck. Yeah? <laughs> this poor thing. I got brake problems, and I have no idea what it is, and I can't get, get a mechanic that's not busy because of all these Californians moving in here. We're swamped out here. You can't. I've never driven past the brake places and seen them packed. Right. It's just all the time. It's crazy. Yeah, it's hard this- to get cars into work none sometimes, especially <laughs> now. It's even hard to get technicians. 
Yeah, I know. That's the other problem. I don't think they could get enough technicians. I wish I could be one, but I've got a bum knee, or I w- I'd love to learn. But anyway, the stupid thing, the other one guy that I did see, and I got a little wary of what he was saying, but he thinks it's a booster, and I'm not too sure that's it. It's not going all the way to the floor. It's always been kind of low. There was an old booster put, another out of off, off-market booster put about 19, 1919. Or 2019. Right. I'm sorry, right. and uh, it. I don't. It could be that, but it's just. So what's the problem that you're having well, with the brakes? I know we've talked well, about this go, a couple times. Yeah, this this time it's uh, this damn brakes. I just don't think it ever. It's one thing after the other. But I go back and forth to Chandler Phoenix um, a couple times a month. This time I was in that traffic with that um, St. Patrick's Day holiday and it was just nuts it was stop go stop go three wrecks all the way to chandler okay. and it started chattering on me you know what i mean <laughs> the brake as you're applying chatter, chatter, as, chatter, you're, as you're coming to a stop I, applying yeah. the brakes they're chattering no as i'm applying to keep from hitting a car or slow i just happened to slow down it was slow down start up slow down start up all the way to chandler all the way and right. i think the brakes got hot but what would cause that chattering well, is your a when you say chattering? I'm not quite. Are you hearing like an electrical noise of a pump running, like the ABS? No, it's under my foot. It's under, the brake is actually by vibrating. It's just it's like it's. I can't explain it. But a lot of people know what I mean by chattering. But well, what like, what speed is? So when you feel it on your foot, what speed is it happening? I wasn't very fast. We're talking. We were down to probably 40 miles an hour on the freeway, and then we go up to 60, and then we're back down, and then we're back up, and then we're back down. Because, like I said, there's three so, wrecks. Right. Can so you, stop, can you, go, stop, go, can stop, you go. Du- can you duplicate this problem now if you're not in traffic? Can you get it to chatter? I haven't tried it. I'm afraid to drive. To see. I need to go tomorrow, and I, I'm afraid to drive it. Right. Because if, if, if it is a booster or something like that, I don't think they would act like that. Right. Because they usually just go all the way down, but I don't know. Yeah. Well, it's, are weird. It, it sounds like, I mean, I know that you've called on this truck several times with this same problem. So, you know, I, at this point, I, I don't know what to to tell you. You need to get it over to a shop. And you said you come down here a couple times a month. You know, it's one of those things where you probably need to make an appointment probably the day that you're going to get here and commit to dropping the car off at a shop that can actually work on it and probably have it for a couple days. You're going to need to get out of Arizona City or wherever that small group is that's been working on this car, and you're going to need to be prepared to bite the bullet and to be without the car for a couple days and get somebody to look at it and then let them fix it. Um, That's just going to be the, the difficult thing. They're going to have to, you know, go back. It's not just going in and getting a normal brake job. There's a problem here, and somebody has to go back and look at all the work that somebody else has done. First, start by checking the brakes make sure that there's good linings. We have to make sure we have good brakes. There's a difference between having brake pads that aren't worn out and then having brakes that, that work. There's a lot more to it than just having thick brake pads or shoes. So we need to make sure that the pads... If it's got pads on the front, if it's got drum brakes on the back, we need to make sure that there's good drum brakes. We need to make sure that the rear brakes are properly adjusted. We need to make sure the parking brake is good, make sure all the mechanical aspects of that are working. And even to the point where somebody has replaced the brake booster, somebody probably is going to want to go in there and double check to make sure that the rod that you, when you step on the brakes, that depresses the master cylinder through the booster. Got to make sure that that rod is properly adjusted. Somebody's going to have to really go through and go through all these steps. And then we need to drive the car, which we may or may not do first, to see if we can duplicate the problem. You say chattering. I was thinking chattering. Okay, at 40 miles an hour or 60 miles an hour, that could be something as war- simple as warped rotors or pad transfer to the rotor. When you've clamped in on the brake pads, it's going to cause the car to shake or to chatter. The other thing that you that I talked about possibly is that you're at such low speeds. I thought maybe the anti-lock brakes were engaging, for, um, you know, in the, when they shouldn't be, and then you might hear a pump running or feel that on the brake pedal as well. So I don't know if you've got any, any anti-lock brakes or brake lights on or anything like that. This is one of those things where, again, 
again, this has been an ongoing problem for you. You just got to get it in, get to somebody, let them get it checked out, fix the car. And I hate to tell you, you're probably going to be without it for at least a couple days. It's got to get fit into somebody's schedule. They've got to do their due diligence, double check all the work, and then start. So hopefully that helps you. Renee in Scottsdale, 2020 Ford F-150. How can we help you, Renee? Oh, quick question. Um, I had a little bump and it broke the front grill and something went through and hit into, oh, maybe two inches if that, to the compressor, which may have slid back a little bit. The um, radiator. Uh-huh. Uh, the truck's in such great shape. It has such low miles, like 25,000. It's just not much. It's a really, really good vehicle. So I'm trying to decide what's the... Uh, if, if if we should just fix the grill and if the parts are just a little bit depressed, that you know, bumped, that it's okay to not change out the compressor and change out the radiator. Of course, you can take it to a shop, they'll check and see. Maybe the radiator wasn't even affected. But if everything, if the air is running, can those just be a little bit... Um, Marred, but still. Yeah, I think what you're talking. About, yeah, you're talking about the condenser, not the compressor. And so everybody knows. I'm sorry, no, that's the word in yeah, there. That's all right. Yeah. That's all right. So the way that works is <clears throat> out to the very front of the car is going to be your air conditioning yep. c- condenser. You may or may not have a power mm-hmm. steering or transmission cooler there, and then stacked behind that's going to be the radiator. So I think what you did is you you hit something and that pushed back a little bit on that condenser, maybe bowed it a little bit. Yes. Is that right? So that's one of those yes. things that we it's not uncommon. We see that in the shop. Somebody got a light kiss on the front end, and, and, um, and maybe that bent it a little bit. It's going to just depend. You can get a grill, have that replaced, and, and maybe the people that replace the grill for you, you could go to the body shop and, and have them take a look at it. My personal opinion is such a new car, fix it, fix it right be done with it just bite the bullet at at the same that's what we're thinking yeah and at the same time you might take a look and go ah no harm no foul it didn't bend the core support it kind of flexed it and flexed it back it's not leaking there's no issues don't worry about it or yeah there's something there take a look it's it's one of those things where you've really just got to see it but my opinion is on such a new vehicle that's still under possibly some warranty and such you know the first time you it's like the first door ding you let the first one go then the second one's not so bad and then the third one you don't care anymore and by the time the fourth one now you've got this car that's got uh, you know door dings and scratches all over it and, and I, I think it just plays into how you keep the car overall so i'd like to see you have it fixed um Mm-hmm. You know, fix it, do it right, and and and. But there's a balance there for sure. Again, we talked in the beginning of the show about you know the relationship with the shop, and most body shops really don't have a relationship with people because they're only seeing them on average. I think the, somebody wrecks the car once every seven years, you know. But your local shop that you go to, they could certainly probably take a look at that for you, replace the grill, and, and not be not be that big of a deal. So. Let's see here. Renee, hopefully that helps you. Gosh, Rory, I don't know. We've only got a minute left, so I'm not going to – I don't think I can do you any justice on, on your Lexus, Rory, but I'll take the call after the show once we get off the air. So don't hang up. I'll try and help you. So it was great to be back. Hopefully I'll be back in the next Saturday, and I'll get this cold kicked. I think it just about kicked me. My voice is starting to get raspy. I didn't get on that uh, – didn't have a coughing episode. As I yep. say it, my, my throat just started yeah, You to, better be back, pal. I'll tell you right? that. I yeah. need to be back. So i got to hold up that every single Saturday at 11. So, again, it was good to be back. Thanks, for everybody, for tuning in while we were gone. And we've got Spencer coming in from H&I Automotive in a couple weeks. I think that's on the 8th. And, um, again, the Bumper to Bumper shops are here for you 24 hours a day, seven days a week at BumperToBumperRadio.com. We'll see you next Saturday.